Hi, everybody. It's time to have a broadcast from right here in the bed. And uh, pretty snookered, snackered, whatever. I'm so tired, I can't even think of the word. Uh, I had my ass beat. I uh, went on a, um, oh, how many days? About a week and a half cruise. And what's killer, folks, is getting from the States, not as bad as it was when I lived on the West Coast. Uh, I live on the East Coast now in beautiful, sunny day, South Daytona Beach, Florida. But when I lived in Reno, Nevada, that's right on the California border, um, it was rough. That was, uh, I was added an extra because typically, I mean, there was no direct flights from Reno to anywhere. So um, if you wanted to go to Europe, very often you would either fly from Reno to Salt Lake City or even worse, and this is the pits, was uh, having to go from Reno, Nevada to uh, Los Angeles, California to LAX. LAX, you know, I used to think Atlanta was a terrible airport um, for just sheer craziness, but it's... uh, extremely organized and well put together compared to LAX. LAX is a unmitigated nightmare. So anyway, um, didn't have to do that. Uh, flew from Orlando, which can be fucked up in its own way if it's full of the Disney crowd. Um, but uh, anyway, from uh, going over from Orlando to JFK to the Venice airport, and then did the cruise. Uh, And by the way, I'd have to say, if you're looking for places to go that uh, in Europe that um, are are not insane, like Paris and London and and these kind of places, go to Croatia. I kid you not, Croatia, former, it used to be, along with a few other countries, uh, Yugoslavia, but that was a, a totally made-up thing anyway. So that has now split up into, you know, the actual countries that they were at one time. Anyway, long story short, uh, Croatia, which borders uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina and, I don't know, some other places, and... Um, then the next stop that was really, well, back up. Croatia was nice. Went to two places there, a place, um, uh, strange name, but anyway, it's called Split. And actually what it is, the, the old part of the town, what it is is, uh, oh gosh, it's Diocletian, I believe, had his um, uh, palace there and his villa and as that crumbled and fell apart, they sort of built into it, so it's all kind of mixed up together, the, the town. So look it up. Google it. I don't have to go into the whole thing. we got these magic boxes now that will tell us whatever we want to know with pictures. Another place that I would very highly recommend is the Greek island of Corfu. Uh, that was uh, really a rather delightful place. Um, we took um, what some folks would probably find excruciatingly boring, but we loved it. It was um, a uh, went to a couple of churches, a very very old uh, Greek Orthodox churches. 
uh, one of which was actually inside a monastery, uh, or I guess we call it in the Catholic tradition a nunnery. But um, uh, it was delightful. Um, very good tour guide. The scenery uh, traveling around these places was absolutely beautiful. Then we went into um, uh, the town square and had an excellent meal. Um, and I wish I could plug the place, and I cannot remember it. I'll have to do that in a future episode. But um, had an excellent, it was a sort of a grilled meat kind of thing, combo. And um, anyway, very excellent food. And, oh yeah, so worked our way around to uh, Naples. Uh, I like ancient history, uh, particularly ancient Roman history. And there were some excellent um, uh, Herculaneum. Pompeii is also in that area. Pompeii is just a crazy, you know, kind of a big old touristy trap kind of thing uh, there in the greater Naples area. Really the better, uh, and, and, you can, and you can get a, a better mental image of, of an ancient Roman town, uh, very early ADs. Um, but anyway, if you know the story of Pompeii, and it also affected this town of Her uh, Herculaneum, uh, Vesuvius uh, volcano erupted and uh, killed people so quickly that it is like they were frozen in time. So there again, Google that, Herculaneum, Pompeii, Vesuvius, etc. Excellent place to go. Uh, Naples itself uh, didn't really go into the into the town. Uh, kind of rode through town, getting up to over to Herculaneum. Um, not the cleanest place in the world, honestly. Uh, they, they've they've got some issues uh, in Italy uh, in that respect. Anyway, flew out of Rome to Philadelphia. And I, you know, folks, unless I fork over the ungodly amount of money to uh, sleep, you know, in the very front of the plane where they have those fancy things where you can lay down to sleep, I cannot sleep on an airplane. I just, I can't, I can't sleep sitting up. And those, sh and those seats don't go back far enough uh, for me to lay on my side or anything like that. I just don't do the sleep on airplanes now maybe if I took an Ambien or something like that but then you wake up and your neck's all fucked up and and you're in pain for several hours anyway I uh, did that and then took a um, little bit of a nightmare flight from uh, Philadelphia to uh, Orlando Florida airport uh, because it was chock full of parents and bratty kids um, headed for the Disney Express to go to the parks. So that was pandemonium. Uh, the airport itself was pandemonium because a whole bunch of planes, just like the one that I was on, landed and it, it was just not a good thing. So I got up. It was five o'clock Rome, Italy time which means that it was 11 o'clock here in Florida. So it was 11 o'clock Friday night in Florida at the, 
time change at the same time when I was getting up while 11 o'clock in Florida, 5 o'clock in Rome. Now I'm heading back to Florida, so let's think about this. Got up at 11 o'clock Friday night to get ready to be driven to the airport, to get on a plane, fly the United States, get on another plane, fly from Philadelphia to Orlando. Took an Uber, which was about close to an hour. So long story short, I didn't get to the house until probably around 10 o'clock. So that's 23 hours straight without sleeping. Then um, got unwound enough to go to sleep. Slept from about 11 to, oh, I don't know, 5.36 in the morning. So that's about seven hours and out of about 36 or so. So imagine going 36 hours and you only sleep seven during that time period. It's not a, not a good thing. It was worth it, though. Um, just to give a plug here, it was uh, Viking Cruises, and I have to say they're pretty top-notch. They, they've got it down. Um, you know, there's a lot of people love cruises. Uh, this is the first cruise I've ever been on of any sort. Never been on any kind of cruise. Never really wanted to. I have heard and read the horror stories of Carnival. It seems like, you know, for a while, it was just one fuck up after another with them, with uh, Ebola outbreaks, with um, malfunctioning ships, just all kinds of really crap things going on. And, you know, these Caribbean things, um, Princess and carnival and and whatever else is out there uh they just cram as many people as they can on these boats and you're in these tiny cabins and then when you get up and leave your cabin and walk around and it's you know in between port stops <clears throat> it's a nightmare uh because every fucking thing is crowded you know, there's fights over just getting chairs on the deck around the pool. The pool's full. It's brat kids running around. Um, people getting completely soused. Uh, smelly, smoky casinos. Just, I never really understood what was so great about them. And then um, when they would go into port, then you would inevitably have the idiots who would hold everybody's rest of the cruise up because they're sometimes hour, maybe two hours late. So look on YouTube. There's videos of the of the walk of shame that these people have to go through. So all the other people who are stuck on the boat waiting for them, um, you know, they get screamed at, cussed at, yelled at. Here's a good thing about Viking. They tell you, here's when we're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you better have your ass there. Now, they use nicer terms than that. But pretty much, um, it's not waiting around, brother. It's They're on a schedule. And if you decide for whatever reason you go out of town on your own and 
go to the drug orgy or just are a nimwit, dimwit that uh, cannot keep up with time, they're fucking going to leave your ass. And I think that's fantastic, you know. I mean, what's how hard is it? <laughs> you, you're given a time. It says you must be back on the ship at this time because we're pulling up the ramp, closing the door, and we're gone. Now, you can do whatever you need to do to try and meet us at the next port, at the next stop, but it's going to be on you to pay for that transportation to get there. So I'm just saying. So all in all, uh, the point of all of this is that indeed, I think it was worth it. Um, I, I think they they do a very good job, excellent customer service. Um, you know, there's still the kind of the cheesy atmosphere that's, that's part of any cruise, uh, but not intolerable. Uh, some of the entertainment's rather interesting. Um, uh, another thing about uh, Viking is it skews age-wise the demographics of people that go on Viking cruises. Let me put it this way. I'm 54 years old, and I was considered one of the kids on the ship. I mean, I was one of the younger crowd. I think out of around, I don't know, a 1,000 or so guests they had on this boat, um, there was maybe about three couples that were under 35. Then it was me at 54, my wife at um, about to be 42. Uh, and we were the youngins, okay? I mean, by many years. I mean, some of these folks, I bet there were some of them, maybe not that many, but there were some that were definitely old enough to be my parents. And so it definitely skews older. Uh of course, some, you know, some of them, even though they're, you know, 60s, 70s, probably some in their 80s even, uh, you know, some of them could still throw back and party. So, you know, you still had the occasional uh, drunkard on there, but but nothing like, you know, being stuck on a some carnival thing with, like, some fucking high school group doing their senior trip or a bunch of... Uh, college kids that this is all they can afford is get on one of these cruise ships and just get completely shit-faced the entire time and be obnoxious and jump off the side of it and all that crazy stuff. There's none of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, short podcast today because uh, my fucking ass is beat. I, I'm tired. Um, there's every likelihood that I might uh, try and get in because i got to go back to work tomorrow. Uh, try and get in about 12 hours of sleep tonight. I know there's probably, you know, but anyway, I, I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. So in the next few hours, I'll probably be going into cardboard dreamland. So um, this turned into an inadvertent plug for uh, Viking. Um, I'm still not really a cruise kind of guy. Um, nothing against them. I know a lot of people love them. Uh, to me, cruises are, are just a teeny bit like summer camp, and I was never a fan of summer camp. Uh, you are, 
I don't want to say stuck, but you know, you're on a cruise for you know a couple of weeks, and it's all the same people. So, however, on 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 Viking, uh, the way they've got everything laid out and arranged, you're not all on top of each other. So you can, you know, kind of blend in, become kind of anonymous, and um, yeah, but you're going to see the same people over and over. So, you know, the obnoxious people are going to be there the whole time. Uh, but the cool people will be there the whole time. And <clears throat> it's big enough to where uh, if you're kind of antisocial, like yours truly, uh, there's plenty of little corners and nooks and crannies where you can, you know, find yourself. And and they have plenty of stops to where you can go into town. And, you know, they even they have planned excursions where you just jump on the motorboat or the coach and they drive you around to do everything, or you can just take a shuttle into town, and you can walk around and do your own thing if you're familiar with the town. So, anyway, um, yeah, I uh, want to wish everybody the best. Happy Easter, um, new season starting, and it's a wonderful thing. And I love each and every one of you, darling.